0: This is Octopus, a podcast following the stories of eight people in one city. In this episode, I speak with Elaine Lee, an art director and photographer on Instagram. On a regular day in Hong Kong... You might find Elaine Lee in any number of places, whether it's on the tram, sitting in the underventilated corner of a tea house, or on occasion, scaling the rooftops in Wampo Gardens. The catch is you don't have to physically be there because in a few thousand megapixels, a story is told. And it comes from a world of snapshots that began in earnest during Elaine's childhood.
1: When I was 12, uh, my dad actually gave me a digital camera and I was just snapping like random snapshots and uh, I started going through his old films and old photo albums, um, playing around with his old film cameras, breaking a few, a few too, um, and his flash and everything. And it kind of just started from there. Elaine is Hong Kong born and bred,
0: but she's also done schooling abroad in Melbourne and Chicago. Her passion for photography finds a home on Instagram where a collection of curated snapshots document her experiences around the world. They also document how she sees them. A picture says a thousand words, and it does so in any language that you choose.
1: When I was in Nepal, I was taking a vanishing point photo of a street scape. And then I turned around, there were these like five kids who were standing really neatly in a line all posed, like, waiting for me to take a photo of them. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll have to take a photo of you guys. Um, So I did. And once I snapped the photo, they all just ran over to me and, like, asked to look at the picture in my camera. And that, you know, genuine smile, their innocent smile, and their genuine curiosity just really stuck in my mind.
0: Interactions like these serve as both Elaine's subject matter and source of inspiration. Her unique take on photography has attracted over 100,000 followers on Instagram. And it's also inspired collaborations with Nike and American Express. Sometimes though, it can be difficult to filter through the unspoken status quo of an online community.
1: Like Instagram is a really, really great platform for creators, for photographers, for artists to showcase their work. And you know, you can get so many opportunities through that and meet so many interesting people. But at the same time, um, this this is like with like a lot of like the photography community within Instagram is that there's a lot of uh,
0: creative fatigue. Take, for example, Yikfat Building, a public housing tenement in Quarry Bay. The enclosed courtyard has been featured in a dozen films and television shows and in some ways might be considered a photographer's rite of passage. A lot of people who do visit, however, tend to take the same iconic shot. That's where creative fatigue can come into play. And to combat that, Elaine tries to focus not so much on the architectural density of the space, though she's certainly done so before, but rather organic interactions as they come to life from within.
1: There were two or three elderlies who came into the scene. They were bringing their own chairs and tables into the courtyard. And so they, they, were, they were playing this like... Traditional haka card game called uh, Lok Fu, and I was uh, as I was interacting with them, as I was shooting them, more and more elderlies came along and just kind of formed like a circle of just like audience, just watching them play, and I thought that was really interesting because it's not like they called up someone to come and join them, it kind of just formed really like fluidly and it's just really natural and I think that's kind of the thing I try to capture more. Elaine's natural
0: curiosity has led her to a lot of different heights. And I do mean that literally, with enough acrophobic photos to garner her the nickname of Rooftop Girl on social media. She says urban exploration, urbex for short, has provided lots of opportunities to rediscover a city. And what better way to do that than with feet dangling 60 stories high? Elaine tells me about her first exposure to urbex in Chicago.
1: So I got into urban exploration in Chicago, where I met up with a few Instagrammers there, and we went to an abandoned candy factory, where um, the Dark Knight was filmed. So when we were exploring the factory, there were actually these, like, leftover explosives from the movie shoot, which was really cool. And uh, after that experience, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I've never seen this side of the city before. Like, it's a whole building that no one goes to anymore. It's full of graffiti, and, you know, there's, like, a lot of those, like, moss, you know, there's still some, like, life to it, but it's like an infrastructure so i just found that really fascinating
0: on elaine's instagram rooftoping is not so much a sub-genre as it is a kind of overarching theme these photos are well received by the community but over time they've also built certain expectations around her style
1: for a while um, i was kind of typecast as like the rooftop girl in hong kong because i did a lot of like rooftoping, but what people don't really see is that I don't just take rooftop shots. Like I shoot street, I shoot architecture, I shoot people, I shoot rooftops, I shoot abandoned places. I made the conscious effort of not posting that many of those shots, even though people love seeing that kind of stuff. Like, like that's kind of when I hit creative plateau as well. The
0: antidote to a creative plateau isn't always easy to come by, and it's a problem that encumbers even the best of us. Sometimes it's important to move out of the Instagram frame and for Elaine one of the best ways
1: to do that is traveling. I used to shoot mostly architecture and uh, you know I, I, I do I still do a lot of like roof for the unique perspective also abandoned places but I try to incorporate more human elements into my photography as well and that came from traveling because you know as I mentioned interacting with the local people is really important and whenever I interact with them, I try to capture, them, like, capture them as well. And so when I come back to Hong Kong, I appreciate more of, you know, the day-to-day, everyday lives of people, and I try to capture that and tell a story with those kind of photos to the wider audience on whether it's my Instagram or Tumblr or Facebook.
0: Elaine is all about placing herself in different perspectives, both abroad and back home. Her photos are colored with building tetris and street signs, but more recently, they've featured faces. Elaine has been pursuing an interest in portrait photography, and she tells me about the initial difficulties.
1: It, it was a big step, personally, for me as a photographer to contact people and shoot together, because when you're shooting people, it's like they have their own expectation as well, and if your photos end up looking shit, that's not good for both of you guys. Um, So yeah, like personally, that was a a big leap for me too. It's really fulfilling to do something that you've always wanted to do but didn't have the courage to, but eventually was able to do.
0: It's one step outside the comfort zone. And it's a step that Elaine is hoping more people take. One way she encourages this is through Instameet Hong Kong, a photography meetup that she co-organizes. Beyond the Instagram sphere, Elaine currently works as an art director at Ogilvy and Mather.
1: when I was uh, in grade 10 um, I, it just it just occurred to me that I actually enjoy watching ads than regular TV shows and I would notice how you know like ads are made within like 15 seconds and 30 seconds and how they can bring out a message and how they can influence people into, say, like, buying something or using their service within such a short period of time. And so I was just, like, really fascinated by that. And since then, um, I knew I wanted to get into advertising. Earlier this year,
0: Elaine was part of an advertising campaign for Kentucky Fried Chicken.
1: The campaign riffed
0: off the tagline, Finger licking Good, by releasing edible, chicken-flavored nail polish. This was, of course, an opportune moment for me to segue into my token fun question, which, as any token fun question should, involves food. Hong Kong covers cuisines in the East, the West, and everything in between. But Elaine has a soft spot for something a little more old school.
1: My favorite is Dai Pai Dong, which is kind of like the street style food stall. And then you sit in like very uncomfortable wooden chairs, uh, Hygiene is something you won't even think about. It's more about the food, more about the atmosphere. You know, like you're drinking cheap beer, you're eating uh, really good food by the street. It's really loud. Um, That's kind of like the Hong Kong experience.
0: Anyone will tell you that the Hong Kong experience is just that, an experience.
1: It's in the rush hours,
0: the protruding neon signs, the egg waffles being sold on street corners. Hong Kong is a full sensory overload, and although whether that's a good or bad thing is up to the individual person, the city often provides the source of Elaine's inspiration.
1: I'm more inspired by things I see with my own eyes, like in real life, uh, than, say, like on the internet, um, than scrolling on the internet. Um, Like, I love taking the tram um, on Hong Kong Island and just sit there and just look at the people, look at the architecture, kind of be inspired by what they're doing, um, so yeah, like I get inspiration kind of from just everywhere and just things around me. I think nowadays, everyone just st- stares at their phone too much. There's actually so much going on around you that so many people miss just because they're playing a video game on their phone or they're watching a TV drama on their phone. Well-traveled abroad is good. Well-traveled
0: at home is even better. Elaine loves walking around and she believes it's one of the best ways to get acquainted with a city and our relative place within it. She spoke warmly of Hong Kong's cosmopolitan sphere, attesting to art as an international language that brings communities together. It's that same sentiment she captures so well in her photographs. They range from aerial panoramas to simple candids, but at their core and at their very essence, they are human.
1: Four or five years ago, I never expect to be able to do commercial work with my photography like I never expect so many people to see my work so it's really hard to say where you know where I see myself um, I definitely want to stay in the creative field and just keep making work uh, whether it's in art direction whether it's ads or whether it's a uh, TVC or photography but you know like who knows like who knows what's going to happen like all I know is I just want to keep creating and making good work.
0: This episode was produced, hosted, and written by Mandy Sham. It was mixed by Mark Margie. Special thanks go to the Allen Slate Radio Institute in Toronto, Canada.